0: friends, and welcome to the fifth edition of the Rhode Island Builders Association's News and Information Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Eno, and it's September 9th, 2020. Co-hosting with me today is REBA's Executive Officer, John Marcantonio. Good afternoon, John.
1: Paul, thanks for having me once again.
0: Okay, so our guests today are two of the headliners from the Builders Insurance Group, or BIG, Director Joyce Therian and Certified Insurance Counselor Chuck Lowe, how are you folks doing today? Doing wonderful. Thank you, Paul. Great. Just right.
2: fine. Hello, everyone. Thanks for inviting me to be here today.
0: Okay. Well, let's uh, get to our uh, our conversation. So, can you tell us? We'll start with Joyce. What is Big? How does it work? And what does it offer? You can use well, more than twenty-five
3: words. Builders Insurance Group is a, um, a fully serviced um, insurance agency. We handle your health insurance, dental insurance, all your construction-related insurance products. Um, it's a full-service agency. Um, Chuck and Michelle, myself, we're all on staff, and we're ready to serve you. Okay.
1: You know, Paul, one of the things I'll jump in and I'll have Chuck jump in as well. Uh, You know, the Builders Insurance Group, like Joyce said, it's all that, it's a full service agency. But it's also a full subsidiary of the Rhode Island Builders Association. It was created by the Builders Association because six or seven, eight years ago, uh, we heard a lot. A lot of members, I'm sure those listening in now, they, you know, insurance is a complicated thing. And sometimes your businesses require a complicated discussion. And, you know, for the most part, Agents handle our members well and handle and service the industry okay, but we decided based on feedback to kind of take that up a notch. You know, how could we create an agency that was unquestionably here for the members' true benefit, uh, where you could get an answer to a question, talk to a, to a professional with decades of industry uh, experience and get the real answer, the real information you need, not someone who's trying to sell you something, but someone who's actually trying to help you with something. And with that, uh, we started this entity back in uh, 2012 or 2013, somewhere in that range, right, Chuck? And very quickly brought on Joyce Therian. Uh, Joyce was running our Blue Cross program. She very quickly came over to be a full service broker. We then added Chuck and Michelle and the full team you see there today with Janet and some other folks will be coming on board shortly. It's a rapidly growing experiment that has turned into a true benefit uh, for the industry, not just members. And I'll, I'll let Chuck add a little more of that since he's uh, the season pro on this call when it comes to insurance.
2: That's true. And thanks. uh, Thanks, John. I I really see it as an opportunity to bring a good insurance experience to your uh, residential construction and and everyone really community. Um, We like to think that we behave as a resource Yes, of course, we will help you with your insurance. Yes, we will provide those products for you. And, and we have many insurance companies that we work with that can do that. But more than that, we really want to be your advocate and your resource so that when you have questions, when things, are, uh, when things don't seem right either with the program we put together or the program that you presently have, that uh, you have a friendly voice, a knowledgeable one, one that's going to be supportive of your industry and uh, and your efforts to do well.
1: well. Chuck, let me ask you this question. Um, you know, I hear from from members who who had issues. Uh, that's kind of my, my role as the CEO of the Bill's Association. People generally only call me when they have a problem. And, and through the years, or, or need a problem resolved, or have a, you know, want to communicate a larger problem. But uh, we're kind of a problem solving organization, but we're also one that tries to prevent them. And I look at the Builders Insurance Group as a, as a mechanism that can prevent your problems. And I've learned quite a bit about insurance. And, but from you guys who, you know, who educated me through the years, could can you kind of expand upon or tell the, the community out there where do people get in trouble? when it comes to how they choose their insurance, the decisions they're making in that process, you know, how they classify their behaviors. Like, can you, can you get into like some of the big mistakes people make?
2: Well, I can. Um, and, and it's interesting that you bring it up because I, I really believe there's there there's a, a thought that kind of rings through the, the most of the folks that we do business with that says, Geez, if I tell them what I'm really doing, it's going to cost me more. Well, I I want to dispel that right out of the gate. The first thing I'm going to say is that an uncovered claim, because you felt I didn't really want to share this with my insurance agent, will cost you far more than anything than the small increase in premium or no increase in premium but maybe a a change of selection of carrier that would allow your program to go forward covering the business you're running. But so many times people say, geez, if you tell them, oh, your rates are going sky high. That's not the case. It it really is not the case. Your agent should be your sounding board, your advisor, that, that you can tell them what's going on well, find ways to make see, – see him as your friend. That you'd, you'd have the same conversation with him as you'd have with uh, your buddies at uh, at Dunkin' Donuts. So you you want to share what you're doing. Uh, be upfront, and we can find ways to get this done. See us as your friend. My gosh. If you don't have a relationship with your agent, then fire him and come to see us, because that's the kind of relationship we have with our clients today.
1: Now, when it comes to friends, uh, I, I know Joyce, I, I think you hold that title as the most friends uh, in, in our trade association. True. Been handling uh, healthcare, the healthcare side, predominantly um, of our offerings for how many years now, Joyce?
3: I've been there for over 30 years.
1: And so you've seen quite a bit when it comes to healthcare and how it's changed. And, and I remember years ago when uh, Obamacare came in, and there was a lot of, and the state created its own, you know, healthcare system, or uh, I forget exactly what it's called, but you know, it has that healthcare option. There was a lot of confusion, and the members really enjoyed the ability to talk to their friend Joyce about all the choices and changes in healthcare. And even if the products that you may offer on the healthcare side are apples to apples and are cost and priced out almost identical to other products, it's the friendship, the reliability, the direct access you have uh, to the Get Answers at Blue Cross, et cetera, that really make a difference for people. Could you just, Joyce, talk to me about some of the things you've done through the years that go far above and beyond helping people and some of the complexities of health insurance in the marketplace today?
3: But what we do is I've been working, like I said, for over 30 years. And many of the members that I started with are still with us now. We insure their children, their grandchildren. So we, we it's really a family situation. And when I go in with for your renewals, I, I know you. I know what kind of health you're in. I know what kind of coverage you need. So I can really advise you, you know, almost like that family, family advice. Um, People rely on my expertise. You know, they're always calling me. Uh, Just this morning, I spoke to a member. Years ago, I had spoken with her, and she still does not want to make any changes without talking to me first. And she's not even with our anymore. so she still, you know, gives us a call. And that makes me feel good.
1: Well, Joyce, that's that's a job well done. And let me ask you this too, though, what are, just like I was asking Chuck, what are some of the, the issues that people face when they make their choices on the healthcare side? I mean, I mean, larger deductible, you know, all the different copay options. I mean, I, I, you know, even my small little trade association, you're obviously a broker, you know, the, the choices sometimes can be overwhelming with the options that you have available and HMOs versus PPOs. Can you just get into that a little bit?
3: When we started the program years ago, we had two plans, United Health and Blue Cross. That was it. Now, it's, now just Blue Cross alone has thirty different options. So what we do is we try to stick with the few that are the most popular, the user-friendly plans. Um, of course, every year on the renewal, as the rates go up a little, then you know I try to just inch people up a little in their deductibles, um, try to give everybody something that they can handle you know uh, this year where the renewals are coming in absolutely fantastic. in fact, you know, on another year, I would have said, okay let's let's lower your lower your deductibles." you know, make it a little bit better of a plan. But I'm really advising everybody to stay the same because let's enjoy this year with with a lower premium or a lower increase than the normal is. So that's how I'm handling this year. But every year it's different. Every year plans change. Um, So you really have to keep up on, you know, keep up on all the changes. Right now we're starting to work on the 2021 changes. So it's an, it's an ever-changing ever, ever changing world in insurance. And anyway. also, we, we had talked about the dental plan. Our dental plan is fantastic. This year, the rates are coming in 4% less, uh, which everybody's going to really enjoy. Um, we have two different plans, uh, and it's a large group plan. So in the small group market, you can't get this plan in the small group market. Um, so it's something that more of the members I take advantage of, and we're very happy about
0: that. Okay. And uh, I think we probably want to point out as well that uh, anyone can uh, buy insurance through the Builders Insurance Group. They don't have to be members
2: of REBA. Uh, Chuck, you want to comment on that? Absolutely. Uh, we we are t- truly a Rhode Island independent insurance agency. We have the ability to write any kind of business. We have all the line of products that anybody would need. Uh, sure, we're focused on uh, construction and sure, we're we're focused on the contractors and members of the Rhode Island Builders Association, but we we presently write many, 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 many uh, insureds that are not part of REBA and are not in the construction business. And that's all right. Uh, we... We feel our first responsibility is to our, our parent company, but at the same time we're we're helping everyone. And that's personal insurance, health insurance, commercial insurance, workers' comp, the whole the whole catalog of of coverages. Uh,
0: Joyce, about the dental insurance, could you say a little more about it? How do people find out more about it? And I understand they uh, would contact Robin Barlow at the Reba staff for
3: uh, for more information. Is that correct? You can call Robin, you can talk to me, you know, either one of us can help you. Um, we are in our open enrollment period, which is November. So you can jump on the plan for November 1st. Um, for the coverage, it covers all your preventive and basic services 100%. A periodontal is covered at 50%. And um, children's orthodontics, anybody up to age 19, there's orthodontics. And it's $1,000 um, lifetime benefits, 50% coverage up to $1,000. And then we also have a second option plan uh, that covers 50% on caps, crowns, and dentures. And the difference in the premium for the individual plan is like $6 more a month to get the, um, the higher option plan. But it's absolutely well worth it because you never know when those uh, procedures are going to come up. Joyce, is it?
1: Is it the case with the um, Builders' Association's dental plan that when you do join that, you join the association and join into that plan, which I, I think you have to be a member to obtain, correct?
3: Yeah,
1: absolutely. Not, absolutely. Not, all your insurances, you need not be a member. But when it comes to the dental plan, to get access to that plan, I believe membership's required, correct?
3: It is. Yes, it is. And what, also... Unlike um, the medical, we can insure those Massachusetts, Connecticut companies, so it doesn't have that um, that geographical line that you can't join. So, yeah. our, our Massachusetts well, members are allowed.
1: Unlike healthcare, right? The dental care still allows the pooling or grouping of businesses to come together to get better rates. Correct. And so it's that that resource that we have as a trade association. Then I guess our members pretty good care of their teeth in general, right? come together and Joyce works with a, a Blue Cross Dental and they come up with a rate that's specific to our group and so every year the rates will go up and down and this year because of the performance of the group the rates actually decreased uh, again so that's a very interesting scenario Joyce and it's a compliment to all your hard work there getting people to take care of their teeth and putting together a good business plan for them all so but that's how that works correct?
3: It is, absolutely. And in fact, John, just um, a little history. Last year, the, re- the rates went down 2%, and the two years far- prior to that, rates stayed exactly the same. So the planning is doing well. What uh, typical
0: contractor's insurance do you offer, Chuck? I mean, what, what would be the most important, and uh, what, do they, what do they really need, speaking as a non-contractor
2: myself? Sure. Um, well, the very, very basics, uh, y- you think about it, uh, you're going to need insurance on your vehicle, the, your pickup, or your van, or your auto that you, that you use to get to the job site, bring your tools, your equipment, materials. You're going to need public liability coverage. We call it generally li- general liability coverage. And you need that to satisfy the state uh, is in being in the construction business. Um, the state requires that you carry a half a million dollars of liability, but others sometimes have more. Um, those are the two most important ones. The, the very next uh, essential coverage, if you have employees, state requires that you cover those employees with workers' compensation. Workers' compensation insurance is is mandatory when you have employees. Uh, there, there are special rules and regulations and limitations and uh, exclusions that apply in these things, and we always tell our people, regardless whether you're doing business with us, doing business with our friendly competitors, please make sure you ask questions and, and find out that, gee, if I – you know, I, I'm a carpenter, is that going to cover me if I'm doing roofs? Well, in some cases, it may, in some cases, it may not. You really want to drill down with the people you're, you're purchasing your coverage from to find out if how to cover your operations correctly. We want to make, the most important thing for us is that we're insuring the business you're running, not the ones we think you're running. Thank you,
1: Chuck. Uh, so but one of the other things, too, Paul, I want to talk about that makes the Builders Insurance Group unique and one of the reasons why the Builders Association created it is, is the Builders Association in general, for those out there who may not know, but uh, we're, we're an advocacy organization. We're an education organization. We're an information organization. There's a workforce development organization. So there's an, a lot that the trade association trade association does to benefit the entire industry. And since we do so much and we wanted to continue to expand those programs, especially our training programs, by creating the Builders Insurance Group, it served two purposes. One, it allowed us, again, like we discussed before, to really provide a resource to members and industry partners and, and customers out there who want you know the direct experienced information from people who have no other nothing else to gain but to help folks. At the same time, as they do business with the industry's subsidiary. The revenues associated, the revenues generated, the business generated from that goes back to serve the other purposes an industry needs. So funding for, for trade training, for career and tech programs with students, for informational resources, for educational purposes, all those resources will eventually come from the resources from the village Insurance Group. And Chuck, you can talk about how that's a very unique business model compared to your
2: experiences in
1: the industry overall.
2: That's true, John. Uh, I've been in the business over 40 years. And uh, this is the first time I can honestly say to uh, one of my insureds that when when you're doing business, uh, when you're doing insurance business with Builders Insurance Group, you have the opportunity to support your industry. In no other case, there are many, many excellent insurance agents and agencies in our state and in our region, and, and they do a fine job. But this is your opportunity to actually get good insurance coverage, get good insurance advice, and support your industry. Because that, oh, those expenses over and above, uh, uh, keeping, us, uh, keeping the lights on and the doors open, Go towards uh, supporting your industry. Uh, to me, that's a value-added proposition that is second to none. There's your value-added. I mean, the word
0: "value" is what attracts attention. I think.
2: I would ag- I would agree because uh, there is a lot to this, and and my 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 suggestion is give us a try. We uh, we've been adding insurance companies to the dozens that we're already representing. Every year uh, we're, we're growing substantially and we want to bring this message to the membership and to everybody in, in, in our industry that, yes, you can get good coverage, you can get good support and good service and still help you. Very good. Joyce, would you like to have the last
3: word? Well, I just want to say that... Um... I've been with uh, Rhode Island Builders and Builders Insurance Group for, you know, my whole working career, just about 30 years, and it's a great place to work. Um, you know, the, the personnel, everybody is so friendly and so helpful. Um, I've never seen anything like it, okay? Um, you know, just the help that you received. Every time you uh, call with a question, Rhode Island Builders, they give you the answers right away. Or if they don't have the answers, everybody finds it, you know? So it's a great, great organization to support. Okay.
0: John, how about the very last word?
1: And, I, you know, just to get some, to pull some more advice out of these folks, I, I find a lot of small businessmen have no idea how insurance works. They They know because they start a construction business, they have to have because the state requires a certain amount of liability insurance. But could you guys just from a fundamental standpoint, just walk the listeners through, how the insurance industry kind of works. You know, we're, we're an insurance agency, not an insurance company. Uh, we represent a lot of insurance companies and their products, all of which are diverse, uh, which, you know, may apply to some people and not not be uh, applied to other companies, right? Um, could you just kind of just give a little fundamental 101 here when it comes to insurance, why people need to pay more attention to it instead of just doing it once and just, never, and just automatically renewing doing it and never looking at it again.
2: Sure. Well, it it really isn't set it and forget it. Like it might be on the infomercial on television. This is a situation where you, you do want to have a good conversation with your agent. Builders Insurance Group happens to be an independent agency. We are not agents of an insurance company. We are the sales force for a number of insurance companies. I uh, the number of direct companies we work with probably numbers close to 40. And if you go beyond that to some of the brokerage houses we use, it's in excess of a uh, hundred. So there's many, many insurance companies we have access to. And the advantage to a consumer is, is that we can tailor coverage to the business that you've told us you're running. So, uh, I mentioned before, you know, there's a few things you have to have. If you've got a vehicle, state tells you you have to have liability insurance to protect the public so that should you do something untoward and and something happens, you cause an injury or property damage to someone, someone's business, that you're responsible and the insurance company is going to stand up and pay. Taking it a step further, in general liability coverage, We really have the same thing. The reason why contractors have to have insurance to be a registered contractor in our state is to protect the public. Inadvertently, something occurs. Uh, Someone's injured out of the operations of your work. The state wants to make sure that your your insurance company will step up and pay. Uh, Workers' comp is really a form of liability insurance, and you have the same thing going on. Uh, We we have... There are certain rules that apply in workers' comp and there are certain situations where coverage is afforded or perhaps even not available in the case of of, uh, an individual proprietor. But the idea behind this and the whole reason why we're doing this is to protect the public. It's, It's the reason why the state makes you purchase these coverages is to protect the public and that's why we exist, to protect you from the things that could possibly occur out of the operations of your business. Okay,
1: I, I have to keep going. I, I find these these conversations fascinating, Chuck. Just to expand upon a little bit of the stuff you talked about earlier, where people mm-hmm. don't disclose. You know, they think they're saving themselves money or getting an advantage by not disclosing something to their agent, uh, and how sometimes, yes, you might have a lower insurance cost, but. When something goes wrong and you find out you're not insured for it, you're out of business. Uh, versus the guy who was upfront about everything, who just had an incident and moves on. Can you explain what goes wrong uh, when you when information isn't disclosed and you don't have the appropriate coverage? Um, you know what this is, I and mean, this doesn't happen often, right? But it happens often enough that I think people really got to know the importance of being up front and building that relationship and, you know, working with the trust with your agent, whatever it is,
2: whoever it is um, just so you are properly covered. Excellent, excellent uh, question. Um, we like to say uh, there's still insurance in place. Um, if you haven't disclosed what you're doing, uh, it's called self-insurance. Your your risk management program for your business is that you've chosen to self-insure your roofing operations because you didn't think to tell your agent that you were out there doing that and the specific policy that you have doesn't cover roofing. So if that's the case, this worst case scenario is something happens, you are on your own. So again, whether you do business with Builders Insurance Group or, or the agent that's been with you and your family for many, many, many years, the, the idea is you describe exactly what you're doing to make sure that the coverage that you're purchasing will cover it or that your agent has explained to you that that particular operation is not covered by insurance, nor can it be covered. And if you're going to continue to do that, you are doing, you're doing this on your own because no policy will step up and defend you. And here's the thing. In many, many cases, and and, and I've seen this countless times over the years, you know, maybe it's a groundless claim. Maybe the kind of claim that came up was was just somebody fishing for a little money. Lord knows we've all seen those commercials on television about uh, the hitters uh, out there that are going to assist you with your claim. But listen to that. What they're saying is that they're, they're into the recovery of their costs of defending or, or, or processing a claim against you. In many cases, you could be bankrupt. Your business could be bankrupted just by the cost of defending a claim, not the fact that, well, yes, we're, we have to step up and pay for it. It may cost tens of thousands of dollars just to defend yourself. You knew you were right. You didn't do anything wrong. But now you've got to go out and hire the attorney to uh, fight your claim because you didn't purchase insurance to do it. That's a big part of insurance is that it hires, it, it brings about the defense costs in most cases for, uh, to defend you. My suggestion is, as, as it always is, please, please have the conversation with what you're doing with the agent. We'll find a way, or at least you'll know to make a good reasonable business decision on the kind of work you wish to continue doing. Paul,
1: I have one last subject matter, then I'll turn it back to you to do some wrap up here. But in my role here at the Builders Association, safety, and I was, I was, you know, going over all the things that we offer. One of the things we do offer, especially on the education side. Uh, We have our own safety officer. We have a safety program where this individual go out and do a complimentary inspection and work with the owner of the business to make sure you're following the proper safety protocols. There's a definite connection between companies that take the extra effort to follow safety OSHA rules and have procedures and education processes in place and get their company employees certified. There's a big difference um, when it comes to insurance. The companies that, follow safety, have few incidents, et cetera, that's tied in a big way to your insurance costs, right, Chuck? Can you you talk about whether it be the insurance company um, or the Builders Association or, you know, an OSHA representative? Everyone's trying to come together to actually keep your job safe, and that helps with your insurance costs. Because once you have a couple incidents, or heaven forbid you have a major injury, your ability to be a going concern really starts to come into question.
2: Uh, so very true, John. Um, and, and to that end, insurance companies are very, very willing to provide assistance in the area of safety, because they know a a safe risk, um, one that doesn't have incidences, is, is 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 going to be the kind of company that they they want to continue to insure. In some cases, groups are formed. Where By an insurance company, as we've seen in the past, where by pulling together good, safe insurance risks, they're able to reduce the cost for that group, and the members of that group can realize some of the savings. Uh, we've seen these type of programs come and go as the economy ebbs and flows, but at the same time, we're still starting, we're seeing them again. So uh, it's, safety is paramount. Uh, to the insurance companies. It stands to reason that if a, if a person has, or I should say a, a business or a person has a number of claims, the likelihood that one of those could be a big one is greater than the business that never has any claims at all.
1: So when it comes to safety, the insurance you buy is a product you never want to use. And we we set up with our agency and with our safety officers and our relationships in the safety community to really help you understand the steps you can take on your job site to minimize even those small little accidents because it all adds up and it all affects your business and we wanna prevent that from happening. So safety is a big issue for the trade association, for Builders Insurance Group and for our industry. And we're first and foremost focused on that in lots of different ways. Absolutely. With that, Paul, I will turn it over to you for whatever closing remarks you want to add, or Joyce, or Chuck, anyone who wants to say anything else. I do thank you all for being with us today. Um, Paul.
0: Okay. Well, that's about it for our uh, Rhode Island Builders Association News and Information Podcast number 5. Thank you, Joyce Tharian and Chuck Lowe of the Builders Insurance Group, and uh, our distinguished uh, co-host, John Marcantonio, Executive Officer of the Rhode Island Builders Association. I'm your host, Paul Eno. And uh, I just wanted to uh, let you know, John, do you have uh, another point?
1: Well, it's just you do want to talk to Chuck or Joyce or Michelle or any of the folks there at the team of the Builders Insurance Group. The number for you to call, uh, again, this is uh, just for conversation purposes, is uh, 438-4244. That's 438-4244. They answer their phones, and they're happy to have any discussions along the lines like we just chatted now. Ask those questions. Um, they're here to help.
0: All right. Thank you, John. Uh, now that we have five of these podcasts in the can, so to speak, we can prepare apps for this series, as we've been discussing. This will be available for iPhone and Android, and watch for the virtual Reba on when those will be available. In the meantime, the Rhode Island Builders Association is open for business for all information, education, and member resources you need, call four 7400 during business hours or visit rridebuilders.org anytime. I'm your host, Paul Eno, and we'll see you next time.